It's Thursday, and that means it's time to hit the links. It's the Oklahoma Golf Report with Ken McLeod on the Blitz 1170. Golf Oklahoma Magazine show with Ken McLeod is brought to you in part by Tour Quality, La Fortune Park, Golf Tech, Shangri-La Resort, Muskogee Golf Club, Forest Ridge, and Bailey Ranch in Owasso. Welcome back to Big Allen Friends and via the Oklahoma Ford Dealer Caller Hotline. Ken McLeod joins us from the Golf Oklahoma Magazine. Don King, Matt Hubbard, Al Jerkins with you. Ken, how you doing so far today? I'm great. How are you, Al DK? I'm doing real good. Good. Um, all right, your thoughts of the uh, – well, McElroy threw himself into the uh, mix with a three-under for the uh, day. I would so love it for Rory McElroy to win this U.S. Open just because he's been, you know, the epitome of class and, and the conscience of the tour through this entire right. ridiculous live golf thing. And uh, what do you guys think? Are you uh, no? I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. Or? Uh, no, I think. Uh, in fact, I think this has helped McElroy. Don and I were talking about that. You know, McElroy seemed really. Mad. Uh, he's mad. And, he was focused last week on and determined. The tour yes. Right. And then he went up in Canada. And I think he was spurred on by, you know, he said, he admitted he was spurred on by having one more PGA Tour victory than Greg Norman. But I think right. it goes, you know, deeper than that. Mm-hmm. I think he's saying, you know, what are we doing uh, going out there and signing these contracts for all this money for a tour that has no. Uh, television contract, no fans, no sponsors, no corporate sales, no merchandise sales, no financial reality of any kind. Um, I'm, I'm from beyond a, Saudis wanting to sports watch their, you know, prove right. what great guys they are. Well, um, not only that, they don't have could, any. It could end. It could end tomorrow. I mean, they're throwing away a billion right. dollars on something just to get good publicity, and that hasn't worked out so well. Well, they have no now social conscious either. That's the that's right. the main thing. Yeah. What what if it what what if this thing does fold, let's say um, by the end of twenty twenty two, what will be the PGA stance on these guys coming back? I would think it's it just my opinion. I would think they might suspend them for twenty twenty three, but would they open their arms back and and let these guys back in? Ken, I think something could. You know, I don't know what it would be, but something can certainly be worked out. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, they won't have permanently damaged the tour if it folds that quickly. You know, the problem, Don, is you've got a very bitter man in Greg Norman who's wanted had it in for the PGA Tour for decades, pushing the Saudis to do this thing, telling them that it's going to, you know, benefit them in the long run. They're going to become known as these great sportsmen. Well, of course, that's not happening. And, you know... You can get all the whataboutism that you want and point out other uh, countries that, but the the fact is this tour exists for no reason except to, you know, bolster the image of the crown prince. And he needs a lot of bolstering for anybody uh, to think he's a great guy all of a sudden just because he's given millions of dollars to these guys. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, yes, I think the PGA Tour would let him back in. Whether that would involve a suspension of a year, I don't know. Um, but 
Not I too- don't know. I mean, I think they they got to look at it and say, boy, you guys really went out of your way to try to, you know, put a big hurt on the PGA Tour. It's not just, you know, I mean, it's one thing for the 52-year-olds like Phil Mickelson to go, but when you got guys in their prime of their career like DeSambo and DJ going, that's a big hit. Yeah. I was surprised. I told Al this. Uh, I was surprised of all the guys that left that Taylor Gooch left because I think he he has a, a promising future in the PGA. He remains the one outlier of the whole group to me. I mean, a bright young guy just coming into his own, a future star on the PGA Tour, if not a, a current star. Um, if guys like him left in mass, then the PGA Tour would have a real problem. If it's just guys that they're paying the hundred million. You know, to, to get their name, uh, whether it's DJ or DeSambo or Ricky or whoever, you know, um, Patrick Reed, um, on down the line, that's one thing. But, you know, I, mean, I know Taylor made a uh, educated decision. I'm sure he talked long and hard to those guys and thought long and hard about it. I think he made completely the wrong decision. That's just my personal opinion. But, um, you know, he, he weighed what the money uh, would bring him and his family versus where it was coming from and, and went that way. And I, I was shocked uh, somewhat to see him do that, but I'm not going to criticize him. I still haven't talked to him yet about why he did it, but I'd love to have that conversation sometime in the near future. I'm just I'm just shocked that the, the golfers that went to live don't don't face reality as to who they're getting mixed up with I mean, I mean, it's just uh, we've got uh, remnants of bad things that they've done throughout the world in, in our country alone. And I'm not saying that we're goody two shoes by any stretch, but my goodness, right. you got to have a conscious. And, and it's just it's just pathetic to me that uh, these guys are not even willing to address that. It's just it's very 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 disappointing. Well, yeah, you can't say I want to keep the politics out of this. Because that's the only reason this tour exists. There is no other reason except politics, right? Um, image washing, sports washing, whatever you want to call it. It's not like this is a successful tour that started and is building momentum. It's being totally funded with no revenue whatsoever, no business plan for the future, only to, um, you know, from Norman's point of view, only to try to put a hurt on the PGA Tour, and from the Saudis' point of view, only to try to, and make themselves seem like these benevolent sportsmen, which they're certainly not. I hate to throw shade on uh, other sports, but Al, I mean, they do the Saudi Cup and horse racing over there, right, and they and do. And, and, and the horse racing industry, Dubai uh, and they all don't. That. Yeah, they don't get uh, they don't get nearly the negative publicity uh, for them going over there that the golf has. Well, that, that's probably the one thing that, uh, the horse racing folks glad they don't get a lot of publicity. Because of that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I just, uh, I mean, it's the Kentucky Derby and the triple crown and that's it. I mean, it's, they, or the breeders cup, you really don't see a whole lot of, I mean, they give a, a fortune away and you're right. It's, uh, um, I mean, I'm not gonna, I mean, my brother had a chance to take FNX over there and he refused to do it. So I, I, was proud of him for that right but uh you know i yeah it's it's uh i don't know it's it's disturbing to have to talk about that's for sure and i never thought it would infiltrate the golf community but it has yeah i mean it's been was uh, the topic of conversation monday tuesday wednesday leading up to the and of course the usda was announced flatly if, if they would consider 
you know, obviously they couldn't do it this year because the people had already qualified, but they would join with the PGA Tour for the future. And they gave a kind of a non-committal but leaning that way answer. I would characterize it, and I'm sure the PGA Tour is not going. Or I'm sorry, the PGA of America. I'd be shocked if these guys can play in the PGA Championship going forward. Um, what the USDA and the RNA decide to do is anybody's guess at this point. But if they can't play in the Masters as well, and they haven't leaned, you know, made any statement one way or the other, but if you start coming to 2023 and realize I can't play in any of the four majors, um, does that influence your decision? If you're, I mean, if a guy like Taylor Gooch, who's young and wants to play in these majors, I mean, if, if Nicholson can't play in them, I'm sure he'd be really sad. But that's not. Um, you know, 52-year-old versus a 30-year-old is a big difference. Well, what's next? Vladimir Putin going to start an, a, a football league and everybody from the NFL is going to leave because he's going to pay these guys more? I mean, that is – I mean, it's uh, – I mean, I just I just don't understand. I, I, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I, well, I'm a loss for words people, in a lot, a lot of ways. People, a lot of people bring up China and the NBA. Right, and the NBA. Relationship. I, I say if China – made a fund of a couple billion dollars went out and signed LeBron and Steph and, you know, 10 other all-stars started its own league and said, you know, we're going to play a 30 game season of 30 minute games. And, you know, that would be more of an apt comparison. I think to what these guys are doing, the Saudis are doing than just NBA doing business in China, because that would be something designed to destroy the NBA and or to hurt it badly. Um, that's what, not just to make money off it. So um, to me, that would be a more apt comparison than just worrying about whether the NBA does, you know, sells jerseys in China. All right. All right. We need to take a quick break. We're in the middle of our golf Oklahoma magazine show with Ken McLeod. Stay right where you are. We have much more to talk about. We'll give you an update on the U S open. So stay right where you are. First round on the blitz 1170. The Blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by Duck Creek Casino, your hometown casino. Well, this is definitely golf music. (laughs) Hey, nowadays, it drives me, and here's my old man on the lawn deal, but kids, my son and his groups always play music. They've got the uh, they've got the phone going the whole time they're playing, and to me that would be such a distraction. But uh, I I put up with it when yeah. I when I play with him. It's all well, good. I mean, tweeting do birds. You or, I could not do that. Uh, it's it's their deal. When when I'm playing with and I haven't played with uh, his groups a lot, but a couple of times that I have, I you know I just uh, it's I kind of tune it out and go on. I'm surprised they don't put it on the loudspeakers at the par three at La Fortune. <laughs> My partner and I were playing in the TGA four ball one time. And these guys cranked up the music on the first tee and came over and gave us the obligatory. You don't mind that, do you? And we were like, looked at him like, yes, we do. <laughs> this is a tournament. Turn that crap off. <laughs> well, uh, Golf Oklahoma Magazine with Kevin McLeod is brought to you in part by Tour Quality, La Fortune Park, Golf Tech, Shangri-La Resort, the Muskogee Golf Club, Forest Ridge, and Bailey Ranch of Owasso. All right, I'm going to bring up, Don and I were talking about this earlier, Ken. I I would love to get your response. It's Sunday afternoon, late. 
We're at 18. Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson are tied. And considering it's Boston, considering there is a whole lot of Irish population in Boston, uh, how do you think the crowd would react to each golfer as they approached the green? Oh, I think that would uh, be a clear cut in Rory's favor. And I wonder what's going on out there right now, early on a Thursday with some of these guys, whether they're hearing it much from the Boston crowd, if they're, you know, right. involved in, in that part of it or not. You know, I wonder what kind of reception Phil's going to get this afternoon and some of these other guys like DJ. And, and that are, I think there's 13 guys from Live Golf that are playing in the uh, in the U.S. Open. So we'll find out a little bit later today, either from some what? of the writers or from the television or radio guys, what kind of reaction they're getting. What are you anticipating? I'm anticipating they're going to hear, hear about it. Um, that, you know, people who realize that they're just taking this money and then going against the PGA Tour, which has, you know, obviously been something that a lot of most golf fans in this country have grown up watching for 50 or 60 years or more. So I don't think there's, they're going to get off scot-free. I think the Boston fans are obviously known for uh, being pretty blunt now. So right. they're going <laughs> to let them have it. Well, yeah. Uh... So, you know, some of the guys will, obviously there's, a lot of different opinions on this. Some people will just uh, cheer for him harder than normal, and other people will, will uh, they'll be getting some raspberries. Yeah, I just want a little bit of a quick update on how the locals are doing. Absolutely. Taylor Gucci, who we mentioned, is tied for he's two holes in. He's had one birdie, one bogey, so he's even, as is Victor Hovland through one hole. Alex Noren, who played at Oklahoma State, uh, shot a 73, so he's three over. Chris Goderup, the uh, – Graduating senior from OU uh, is four over through 16 holes. He was four over through four holes this morning, I think, or four or five. And so he's battled back and stayed even since then. And then Sam Stevens, who played at Oklahoma State uh, from Wichita, and Ben Lorenz, uh, a junior at Oklahoma, University of Oklahoma, uh, both tee off at 220 this afternoon. So. Uh, and you're covering a, a junior tournament tomorrow, right, in the state? No, the seniors. This is oh, the, the seniors. Uh, okay, um, okay. My bad. Senior state amateur championship match will be tomorrow morning on the trails in the Norman. The juniors were, was last week, Alan. we got to give a shout-out to uh, Jenny Roller. We didn't do that last week. She cruised through the junior state amateur, defended her championship, and continued to win just about everything she tees it up in this spring. So she's the one who – She's Maggie Roller's daughter who played out at the TU, right? Tulsa. Well, TU. And then um, she, her brother James plays at Texas Tech. And quite the golf family, obviously. Yeah. Bill was a longtime golf coach at, at Jinx and ball announcer and, you know, some legend over there. And then um, Jenny's uh, going to the University of Tulsa this fall. So she's got a busy summer ahead of her with some national events and, and uh, of course, the rest of the state events. But, she won the Junior Masters at Southern Hills, the one-day event, which was 66, shot seven under. Won the state 3A class, uh, class 3A high school championship with a 62 in the first round. And then she comes through and um, wins the state junior. Um, made like, oh, I don't know, was it was 27 birdies over the course of the wow. event. And just pretty much, you know, cruised through. Didn't have a close match at all, so. 
she's on a roll. It'll be interesting to see how she does in college this next year. That's impressive. Good um, stuff. Hopefully yeah. the glory days will come back to the TU. So. That's what I was getting ready to uh, to ask, and it, it made me think of uh, Dale McNamara. Is Melissa, her daughter, still coaching? Do you know? Yeah, Melissa's the coach at Auburn. Okay. And I think Melissa may be in town this week staying with Dale. You know, Dale's getting up there. And, right. And, uh, She's been battling some health issues, and we certainly wish her the best. But um, so Dale's really thrilled with what Andy Young's doing over there at TU, and you know, finally getting that program turned around. Um, and I think obviously Jenny will help a great deal in that regard. And they've got a couple other good players there and coming in as well. So uh, l- let me ask you this, and I probably know the answer already, but and you, uh, do you think that? TU men will ever regroup and get a golf team back, or is that just are we just dreaming there? I don't. I think Rick Dixon, the athletic director there, is kind of waiting to see where the NCAA goes. You know, what is there going to be? Still have the same Title IX requirements in terms of number of teams. Mm-hmm. Also, I think if someone would step up and endow the program, so it wouldn't cost the university the, the travel money and the room and board and every whatever other expenses they deem are part of um, having a college golf program, you know, coaches' salaries, uh, they bring it back tomorrow. And, you know, it's not that Rick doesn't want to have a men's golf program. I don't think the program would have ever been gotten rid of if he was here right. when that decision was made. But, you know, getting people to say that they're upset about it and would love to see it come back is different from getting people to say, hey, here's a half million dollars. I want to see the program come back right. so um you know whether the school generates that in, enough income to bring programs back you know the TU athletic department is in some ways better off than it has been um, but other ways you know it's really hard to tell over there of course because everything's private and that we're sharing the real numbers with you but you know the conference that they're in is going through some big changes just like the big 12 and the sec so How's that going to affect them financially? What kind of position will they be in to add programs? And what's going to happen with the NCAA? Um, is it still going to be the, the oversee the administrative body that's setting down the rules for all these Olympic sports? Um, I think there's a big question about that. So, all right, we need that. Okay, we need to take another quick break. We'll be back with Kim McLeod and the Golf Oklahoma Magazine program. Stay right where you are. We'll be back with more on Big Allen Friends on the Blitz 1170. The Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on the Blitz 1170 and streaming at theblitztulsa.com. You guys could probably guess when I like a song, I take my time getting back into the show. Just a little definitely. Huh? Ken's, Ken's uh, promoting Led Zeppelin, which oh, isn't bad. No, that's I mean, that's cool. a good call. No kidding. Hey, uh, Tour Quality is a uh, partial sponsor of uh, our Golf Oklahoma Magazine show, along with LaFortune Park, Golf Tech, Shangri-La Resort, Muskogee Golf Club, Forest Ridge, and Bailey Ranch of Owasso. Ken McLeod with us, Don King, obviously. Al Jerkins here, Matt Hubbard in the house. Um, uh, Ken, have you heard... As far as weather conditions are concerned in the Boston area, uh, will scores improve as the day uh, carries on? I, I saw there was a little bit of wind uh, 
ripping up, and it's very overcast. I'm just curious. Have you heard anything about the weather yeah, elements? Well, it was surprisingly calm this morning because they were predicting winds of, you know, 10 to 15. But they say it's actually supposed to change directions a few times this week, so they'll get to see and play the course from, you know, just like they did at Southern Hills and from all these different angles and, and uh, wind conditions. And I think that'll be good. You know, obviously, looks like even par is going to be a good score today, as it always is in the U.S. Open. And um, people, I don't see anybody going too deep. We do have, uh, what do we have, three in now at three under. So that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty good start. Um, but it's, it's one of those courses where it's just, it's going to be hard to maintain that for four rounds. Uh, Callum Tarum, I don't going to have to learn more about him. David Lingworth is at three under, and Rory McIlroy is at three under. And right behind him, Hayden Buckley and Matthew Neesmith. So, uh, you know, obviously joined by um, Aaron Wise, Ryan Harmon, and uh, Joel Damon's at two under through 16. So a lot of a lot of names that have qualified for the U.S. Open that may not be household names are doing pretty well this morning. Right. I'm interested to see uh, Will Zalatoris at one under. Obviously, he played very well here at Southern Hills. Hideki and Shoffley got in that feature group, both at even par. And, um, you know, um, Jordan Spieth almost had to pull out with that same stomach bug that caused Abraham Answer to pull out, the University of Oklahoma. Ah. So Jordan did gut it out today, though, and shot two over, so. Um, good for him, you know, because he was three or four over early in this round and brought it back and was able to maintain and hopefully he'll feel better tomorrow and go back out and get in the thick of things. Ricky Fowler was one of the alternates, might have been the last alternate that did not get in uh, to the U.S. US Open. Uh, Now, I know on – and you guys – He probably wishes that Abraham Answer had pulled out a little earlier. Right, exactly. Um, you guys might have talked to this talked about this while the PGA was in town. I apologize if you did. I know that they get the where the flags are going to be, where the uh, the sticks are going to be on each green before the round. That's released, I know, on I guess Wednesday night or Thursday morning. So they kind of have an idea about where where the pin placements are on Thursday. Do they get? The pin placements for the whole weekend, or just set, does that go day by day, no. Ken? It's day by day because they will be adjusted. They have a plan, like, you know, Kerry Haig, who does his course set up for the PGA of America, and Russ, and uh, whoever else is involved, but those two mainly, uh, you know, would make a plan for the whole tournament. Um, but that plan is very tenuous because it's all dependent on weather conditions and green speeds, and, you know, if it's soft. They can put green uh, pins in more daring places. If it's blowing 40, they have to be real careful to put them in places where the ball won't roll off the green. So those are adjusted on a daily basis and then set that morning probably at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning and printed off and given to the players. But uh, they're definitely, um, you know, they have a plan going in and they just have to play it by ear depending on what the weather's doing. All right, Ken, if you would, before we get out of here, give us an update on how uh, folks can contribute to the uh, public course uh, goal of trying to get our uh, public courses in the city upgraded. Yeah, and if anybody listening has been out to Page Belcher lately, hopefully they've seen the great improvements that we're making. Stone Creek uh, front nine, or back nine, I'm sorry, is um, you can look, go just go up to the tee box on number 10 and look, stand behind the green on 18, look down both those holes, and they look nothing like they have for the last 
seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're sodding, we're limbing up trees. There's uh, fertilizer down wall to wall for the first time in I don't know how long. Um, and the city is committed to a $800,000 uh, increase, which is 31% for next fiscal year in the maintenance budget. So um, good things are happening at, you know, Page Belter and going to be happening at Mohawk Park if we can get this million-dollar match that Al's referring to. And if you go to golfoklahoma.org, uh, you'll see at the top of the page a big button that takes you right to the um, – link to contribute we're about halfway to our goal of a million dollars all right ken thanks buddy oh i'm sorry near future i'm sorry i'll just no it's all right yeah just go to golfoklahoma.org and um, uh, help us out with this and we'll get the city courses back in the shape they should be in all right thank you ken mickelson mickelson just got a decent ovation wasn't wasn't boisterous or anything but it was you know, hey, he's here. It's kind of it was, it was low key. I'll just that's that's what I kind of took my heads up, set off a second just so I could hear the the reception. What for the him. reception was like, and it was it wasn't uh, a standing boovation of any kind. And oh, first, we'll see how he plays today too. Yeah, there you go. His first tee shot looked pretty good. Yep, it's on the fairway. Um, all right, Ken, thanks so much. We appreciate Nolan it very Mickelson, much. He's got- He's got enough contrarian in him to go out there and contend this week. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Hey, by the way, how's the new uh, publication? It's all over the place now, right? Uh, You mean our next issue? No, the issue you just put out. Well, Did did you put it out this uh, time last week? No, it's at the printer now. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, but we'll be, we'll put it online early next week, and gotcha. um, so everybody can get their hands on it. And All right, being not pro shops, being delivered next week as well. So. I got you. All right, buddy. Thanks again. Appreciate. It. Enjoy your weekend. Okay. Enjoy the U.S. Open. Thanks, guys. Me All too. right, uh, we'll be back with more right after this. So stay right where you are. Poplin will join us from the casino, and uh, we'll be back with more. Don King, Al Jerkins, Matt Hubbard on the Blitz eleven seventy. Big Allen friends, stay right where you are. Old Hank made it here.